Hi, my name is Chris Polod. I'm a pediatrician at an academic institution. And I happen to be a Bible nerd, a child of divorce, and soon-to-be author. I created Little Pieces Club Ministries around the idea that when our hearts break, God can still make works of art from the broken pieces. I run small groups for children and teens and consult with and support parents. I also give lectures and seminars upon request. Our content centers around the science of adversity, abuse, and neglect, that is ACE science, and how biblical design patterns harmonize with it. Along the way, I discovered that Jesus' story, wrapped in the design patterns of the Good Shepherd and the Tree of Life, help us process, grieve, forgive, and reintegrate our souls after trauma. And this helps us grow strong in solitude and community, leading us to love God, self, and others, which is what the greatest commandments or greatest blessings are all about. This podcast is geared to help parents understand their children's point of view and to be a good shepherd and tree of life through the hard times. You can follow the ministry on social media in several different areas. Uh, on Instagram, we are at LPC Ministries. On Twitter, we are at Club Pieces. And on TikTok, we are at Little Pieces Club. In the YouTube video of this podcast, you will see QR codes for our Facebook group and our YouTube content. I love getting questions and comments. So now let's get into this week's episode. Our at-home format for small groups, for those of you um, trying to support small groups, um, starts with a fun and relaxing 15 to 20 minutes. Next time is followed by a snack or basically a meal time uh, where we go over prayers in a style that is very much like uh, examine of conscience. And then we go into the video lesson part of the application uh, following, uh, followed by a prayer to close the video and a fun and relaxing activity again for 15 to 20 minutes. So right now we're just looking at a slide uh, as I'm going through the presentation that reminds us to do something fun for 15 to 20 minutes. Hopefully it does not involve a screen, although if you are having um, good fun, good clean fun with someone else, uh, the screen time is okay. And then just remember to set a timer so you come back. A little bit of wisdom about why we set up small groups this way is we are actually trying to demonstrate the concept of Sabbath keeping. And we'll get more and more into that as we go, but it is a time um, to regularly set aside work, and that can mean a variety of different things, to simply rest and delight in the gifts that God has given us. So now we're welcoming people back from their fun time, and you will need journals, prayer template, um, and then um, uh, go ahead and continue with the next um, activity. So now we're going into snack and prayer time or journaling, depending upon uh, the age group. Uh, the older kids, I tend to encourage them to keep a journal uh, while we have activity sheets for the kids. So what you're looking at on the screen is our prayer template where we look over the, the week and we just ask kids to connect with the time that they have uh, felt uh, joyful and happy. Um, they have had a good amount of fun uh, and then invited them to bring forward their um, 
negative emotions like disgust, anger, sadness, and fear. And when we go through those, we also want to ask, did God feel close or did he feel far at those particular times? And this is reflective of a very ancient process called examine of conscience. And what it does is it just helps reintegrate our souls. When we get a little far from God, um, we can realize that that's okay, and we just simply invite him to come back. So if those of you are leading a small group session and you um, are doing this, that's the basic idea. And what we always want to do is present ourselves as very warm and welcoming, no matter what kids are feeling at a, a given time. And they may even try to provoke anger out of us. And so we just want to be aware and ready uh, to respond with patience and kindness. We are now moving on to Ask Me and Ask Each Other, which is uh, our time in small group where the kids uh, can ask any question of the small group leader about growing up in a divorced family. And this is the time uh, that's very valuable in your um, ability to write down things specifically to pray for for each kid and also send me questions that I can then put out in um, future content that uh, helps everyone know um, how to answer uh, questions like that. So this week's Ask Me and Ask Each Other, specifically to our topic matter, is share something you do every week that you would miss if you didn't do it. And the reason that we ask this question is because as we set up what you'll learn is the rule of life. It is basically a system of habits that help keep us oriented towards God. And so we can begin that discussion with um, picking out things that kids are already doing on a regular basis that will help them uh, understand the bigger concept. So today is part 13 and 14. So 13 for the younger group, 14 for the teens in the private Christian journey, and it's called The Blueprint for Growth. And in kind of ancient biblical practice terms, this is referred to as the rule of life. So another very special thank you to Ruth Haley Barton. Today's lesson is inspired by chapter 9 of her Sacred Rhythms book, and this was all adapted uh, with her permission. This week's elephant assessment test is as follows. When I think of my plan to be a better person, on one side of the spectrum, I have a plan where I regularly open myself to God's love and grow. And then on the other side of the spectrum, a plan? What plan? Am I supposed to have a plan? That's the basic thought right there. So we're on slide 10, and this is where we play off the logo that we have uh, with Little Pieces Club. And it's just to m remind us that in our journey, part of it happens below the soil and part of it happens above the soil. And we call that solitude versus community. And I don't mean verses like they're opposed, but they flow uh, one to the other, uh, but happen separately. And to make things fairly simple, um, what happens below the soil is that we seek, find, and accept the love that Jesus has for us. 
And in community, we take that love and we apply it to those around us. So in slide 11, we enter into the questions of building, which lead us into the carpenter's rule in having a blueprint. <clears throat> so when people build things, how do we make sure that everything gets done? What is needed? In slide 12, we just take a look at a house and we're trying to guide kids through the idea that a house does not get built without any plan. You have to bring materials, you have to know where the rooms are going to be, and you have to do it sequentially um, or else things get very, very expensive. And so we talk about this laborer who's doing a specific task, and that is more than likely um, something uh, to complete a task on the uh, blueprint. So here in slide 14 with the rulers, um, we talk about the carpenter's rule, and that is measure twice and cut once. Because sometimes in life, um, you can't go back. It's not like you can have a do-over when you take a saw and cut a board. You either cut it right or <clears throat> it has to be redone with more materials. So we talk about a, a little bit of a brainstorm is that what would happen if we built a house without a blueprint? And we invite the kids to pause uh, to think about this for a little bit. So costs would increase, time would increase. Um, if you didn't have a plan, the home might look bad, may not be safe, and it may not even get built. Um, so having a plan is a really, really good idea, especially in what we're building is so important. And here is where we remind kids of what exactly is being built. And this is another uh, version of our logo that we will use. Um, that just adds some color and sunlight uh, to the idea of a tree that's growing with roots in the soil and, and so on and so forth. The scripture that we use is Revelation 22.2 and Psalm 1.3, uh, where we hear about the tree of life, which is Jesus, um, but we are called to walk in his footsteps. So we can very easily think of ourselves as a tree of life that God is um, growing and pruning uh, as we um, develop and mature. So we talk about the fact that trees are a little different than houses, and that is we continue to grow. And um, the way this begins, we are very small on slide 18. We're a very small shoot uh, for a new tree. Um, and it's very tender and um, needs uh, to be planted in the right soil and at the right time. And for those of you that know the Bible, um, these are just tons of metaphors that are used um, throughout the Bible for us. In slide 19, we see a very, very big tree um, with sunlight peeking through the branches. And we go over the concept that trees must have really deep roots and sunlight and that is lots of sustained and regular sunlight. And this is a foreshadowing of the, of the rule of life concept, which is a rhythm to which we expose ourselves to God's sunlight. And that's where our power to choose comes in. And the private Christian journey, as I mentioned, is based upon choice. And so we've reviewed many practices, and many of them I've titled 
with the idea of choice to continue to reinforce the fact that we are able to choose um, and will eventually um, be creating this rule of life. So the next slide 20 is looking at um, a stand of multiple trees. And this is just to remind us that the rule of life is not a uh, selfishly selfish endeavor. What it is is it's a precursor to us being strong in a community setting. And it's just a, a slide to help us remember that. So there is a concept uh, when it comes to um, uh, trees, and I, I really like the analogy of the bonsai tree. Uh, so what we look at in slide 21 is a very grand and large-scale bonsai tree. But we talk about the concept of pruning, where if branches grow but they're not going to bear fruit that God wants, he may prune them. And that pruning process can be very, very, um, uh, well, not very, very, but can be painful um, in a variety of different uh, intensities. And so we realize that pruning is part of this whole tree transforming process. And we think back to Jeremiah 29, 11, where God tells us that he has plans to prosper us and plans for our good. And we further can remember that the tree that we are becoming um, is a tree that will bear fruit. And so thankfully, even though it's kind of a weird concept, um, the Bible will tell us exactly what it means by bearing fruit. So taking a closer look at our branches above the soil, we remember that um, we have um, fruit that will bear. And the Bible's very clear about this being the fruit of the Spirit. And so um, we um, depict those on the slide, uh, being joy, kindness, love, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, uh, goodness, forbearance, and peace. And then we focus in on love. Um, love is one of those concepts where uh, you can apply it to the fact that you love a pizza or you love someone's shoes, um, but it's also uh, a, a word that means deeply connected to others in, say, a marriage or um, relationship. So then, um, again, it's very clear what what's meant by love if you uh, remember the... Um, uh, scripture passage from 1 Corinthians. So the first two, uh, patient and kind, uh, but then we go through not envious, not bragging, honors others, is not easily angered, never fails, uh, not self-seeking, doesn't record wrongs, uh, no delight in evil, rejoices with the truth, always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So again, we can depict a tree that bears fruit, and part of that fruit is love. And that is basically the blueprint that God has for us. Uh, now, we don't know his process necessarily, and that's where the, um, the rule of life can come in and really help. So the rule of life um, is an older concept word. Um, and the rule in this case uh, goes back to the uh, Greek use, uh, which closely matches the idea of a trellis or something that supports uh, a plant as it grows. So the way that I've chosen to um, explain this to children 
is it's our plan to expose ourselves to the sunlight and pruning that God needs to do to help us become the best tree of life. So in slide 24, I just thought this was a great depiction of a parent with a child in sunlight and just a, a great image to apply to our relationship with God um, as it comes to this. So for actually making a rule of life, we remind ourselves that we've been going through the eight practices in the Sacred Rhythm series. Um, and so when we talk about the practices that we use with the rule of life, that's there. Um, but I also open kids up to the fact that um, they're going to discover other practices and things more personal to them that keep them connected to God that they may want to do on a regular basis. And so next is we have to pick a time frame. And the point of the time frame is that it has to be a regular rhythm uh, in order for it to be a true rule of life. And then finally, um, this will balance um, solitude and community. And the idea here is, is that you get an idea of something that you do daily, um, but also it could be weekly, uh, could be every three months or six to 12 months. So you parents could think about the family schedule in terms of a year. So if you wanted to take a family retreat, um, that might be once a year, um, or you may do a special type of event, um, little like every three months, um, to help the family's rule of life continue. So slide 26, um, it's just a reminder that we're going to start focusing on the activity sheet um, to help kids plan their rule of life. And remember that in the at-home format, I rely on the videos, but um, if we were in person, uh, this would be discussion and um, kids would be participating quite heavily in this process. Um, so they may need some help at home, which is why I do this um, additional podcast. So next we talk about what were all the practices that we reviewed. And so um, we kind of we summarize them as this slide continues. So first we went over the concept of transformation with um, inviting God to do that. And uh, we thought about the idea of how the butterfly transforms when it has um, everything that it needs. Next, we explored the idea of solitude, um, which is setting aside time to just be with God. And I love this picture because I think that's essentially what God would really like us to feel, is that we're just sitting in his lap, enjoying time with him and the love that he can give us. Next is engaging scripture, of course. Um, we went over a specific practice called Lectio Divina, and we tried to highlight the concept that it's um, dancing with God um, as opposed to a just dry reading of, of um, dull text. Praying from the heart is the next practice, and we talked about breath prayer, which is figuring out a very, very simple, um, small phrase uh, that you can do um, that helps you connect uh, to God um, and to ask of him uh, what you need. And then the next practice is choosing to keep the body healthy. So remembering that our body is our temple. And by eating healthy and doing physical activities, 
it helps keep our physical body as strong as it can be. The next practice was self-examination. Um, I love the picture that I was able to create for this, um, where you have a person that has two sides, which is a light, fun, um, loving side, but then all the darkness that sometimes we can keep within as well. And so we are to look at ourselves and we choose to see all of ourselves, the light and the dark, uh, with God's help. And next uh, is the process of discernment, uh, which is in particular making a very um, deep choice with God. And it means walking with him always. So we keep that metaphor in mind that we're just walking with God on a path. And when we get to a, a fork in the road, um, we try to make that decision with him. Um, and uh, um, that's the best way to do that. And finally, we talked about Sabbath last week, and that is uh, choosing rest and delight uh, with God. And so all of these, if you need to uh, review the videos that are online, I do um, encourage you to do that. So now in slide 28, we're just basically talking about time frame, which is what I've, I've already mentioned. So is there anything that um, the kids really, really like um, you know, my my first thought is the breath prayer. Um, they could apply the breath prayer almost daily or even a couple times a day. Uh, it's just a very, very simple thing uh, to do. Um, and then others, we have to set aside time. Um, and uh, it, it's really up to each individual and each family to decide um, what cadence or what uh, rhythm they're going to have for their rule of life. So when we put this all together, uh, we think about the seven days of a week, um, but there is a question that we need to think about first. And so um, I encourage the kids to think about what do they need right now? And then we go through a couple of examples, like I worry all the time. So there's a particular rule of life that we could put together if kids worry a lot. Um, I'm a couch potato, which is obviously a... Um, a rule of life that will need to do a lot of um, physical activity and paying attention to the body. Um, another example I give is not getting along with a brother or sister. And so oftentimes in situations of divorce and separation, um, uh, brothers and sisters can harbor some negative feelings towards one another. Um, sometimes we don't feel very close to God, and that's another issue that we might need to tackle with the rule of life. Uh, and then some kids have a big decision coming up, and that is uh, sometimes parents do give them choice, which is a good thing, uh, on which parent they are going to spend a given holiday with um, or some other choice that may come up in daily life. So our first rule of life addresses, uh, this is slide 29, um, where we um, are trying to do our first rule of life and you'll see as I put these together that Sabbath always comes first. And that's the idea that we, we learned is that we need to have that 24-hour period of rest and delight. And you don't have to jump right in with 24 hours. Um, but once people really commit to this, it's hard to go back to a, a life without it. Um, so as we put each of these rules of life together, um, uh, we highlight the fact that Sabbath is going to come first. So in this case, um, I put a breath prayer every day, 
because uh, some kids might have really connected with that idea where they don't have to be very wordy in what they do with their prayers. And then finally with this one, we talk about um, maybe there's some time on Monday or Wednesday uh, where they can um, uh, make sure that they're getting some physical activity. Uh, but also you can work in principles of, of healthy eating to every day. So the next example that we talk through uh, for rule of life is that I'm not getting along with my brother or sister, and I really don't feel close to God. So again, step one is decide when Sabbath is going to be for your individual family's rule of life. And the kids are encouraged to pick even a small period of time uh, that they can do Sabbath. And uh, again, the Little Pieces Club is meant to be a mini Sabbath uh, where we work in all of the ideas of rules of life um, to some extent and Sabbath at the same time. So if you're having trouble with another, um, self-examination is an amazingly good practice and tool to think about. So we add that into the rule of life here. Then we talk about transformation. So remember, if you're having trouble with someone else, maybe that's a, an indication that you need to transform. And so inviting God to um, help that process with you is a very, very good and needed step. Okay. Um, the next thing that we add to the rule of life that we're reviewing here is that time with solitude uh, with God uh, that we reviewed um, just kind of sitting in his lap, um, just breathing in his presence. Uh, and knowing that his his goodness is there for you uh, can sometimes give you what you need to see those darker parts of yourself that need to be changed. And then finally, um, spending good time in scripture uh, with the Lectio Divina process, remembering that it's not um, a boring process, but it's where we dance with God. Finally, if you have a big decision, um, how do you uh, make a rule of life uh, for that? And that is, again, Number one is Sabbath. Number two is the process of discernment, setting aside time to actually open yourself to how God would um, desire you to make that choice. Self-examination is probably also something that would be required in a uh, uh, discernment process. Um, so we put that on this rule of life. Uh, we remember breath prayer as well for several parts of the days. And then finally, uh, engaging with scripture with Lectio Divina. So after we do the examples of the rules of life, we talk about do's and don'ts. And so we just are trying to remind people that do not let this be a legalistic document that brings shame if you don't do it. Um, just like anything, you're going to get better and better with it over time. And that's what you're looking for here. And you do want to let it change with you over time. Um, the author, Ruth Haley Barton, recommends maybe uh, looking at it about every six months and changing what your actual rule is. And do it out of a desire to be with God. Uh, this is not because I'm telling you you should do this. Um, you should pause and make sure that you're connected with this deep idea that God can help you transform and you're opening yourself to him. Be cautious about technology. Um, I really ideally, uh, from multiple levels, encourage parents to um, 
teach kids to be free of technology for given time periods. Um, and uh, there's way more that I could say about that. Um, but it's very, very healthy to be able to engage with the world um, without technology or phone. Make sure that you're balancing solitude and community. So it's easy as we're planning, if you're potentially like an introvert, um, that your rule of life is just all about you um, being alone with God. And <clears throat> that needs to be balanced with community. And similarly, if an extrovert um, just thinks it's all about community, they are going to be very shallow and miss out on uh, some deeper aspects of spending time just alone with God. So a lot of the rule of life is about balancing, realizing where you need to grow and where you need to um, be a little bit uh, expanding of your comfort zone. So I try to work in this idea of Lectio Divina um, every week, and um, there is a video that um, describes that in, in detail, um, but it's where you read a passage of Scripture uh, four times with a subtly different purpose each time you read, um, and it just helps the Scripture pop. Um, anyway, we can get we can engage the Bible like it's just a textbook, um, and Lectio gives you the opportunity to be a little bit more free and um, connect relationally with, with God's message for you. And then I'm going to close this podcast um, just like I do with the lesson videos. And that is um, with a, a prayer that helps us tie everything together. So uh, we'll do this now. And um, thanks for listening. I, I hope you guys are finding this helpful and able to connect with both the material um, and what uh, your kids are being taught. And Again, I, I really hope that it brings you guys together in a healing relationship um, as you go through the tough times that happen, uh, both before, during, and after separation. So Abba, thank you for helping us know what your plan is for us. Um, at, the, at least we know that you have a plan and that it's going to result in us bearing the fruits of the Spirit and knowing how to love others. Um, as your greatest commandments tell us. You have a plan to prosper us. We know it includes pruning, which can hurt. Our hurts can be large and small, but we know that you are with us and know our pain as you have suffered terribly as well through the story and experience of Jesus. We hope to grow into the trees of life and bear much fruit and love for your kingdom, for ourselves and others. Be with us as we plan our rule of life and decide the best rhythm to set aside time to feel your son and let you prune our branches. We love you, Abba, and desire to grow and be shaped by you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take care, everybody.